Welcome to the Global Business Women's Pod, brought to you by the Greater Houston Women's Chamber of Commerce. I am Susan Dyson and proud to be the CEO, President, and Founder of the Chamber. Please join us for this empowering podcast every Thursday at 6 p.m. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm Patricia Boral, and alongside with me is my sister and business partner, Brenda Boral. We are co-owners of Boral Agency, a digital marketing company here in Houston, Texas. And today we're gonna talk to you about how we started our business, well, even migrated here from Bolivia, where we are originally from, and the entire changes in the marketing landscape in these last 12 years of our business. Absolutely, Patricia. Thank you. It's a pleasure to join today the Global Business Podcast with the Greater Houston Women Chamber of Commerce. And I'm very excited to discuss with you how we start and all our insights about digital marketing. Okay, so how about to kick things off, we are going to go ahead and get started by just telling, you know, the audience today, how did we get started? You know, how did we decide to come to Houston and start Boral Agency? Why don't you go ahead, Brenda? Well, you actually convinced me. When we started the business, the idea actually was Patricia's idea. I was coming from another venture that it didn't work out for us. I was a new mom and I was not excited to start something. I was a little disappointed. And then Patricia comes and say, no, we should start something together. And I was like, well, I already had a bad experience with somebody and you're my sister. Can you imagine starting a business with you and having in a big fight? I was very afraid of that. But she convinced me, yeah. and it was the best decision I have made. I told her, how can we make this better? And Brenda yeah. was very business-minded and yes. be like, Let's put an operational agreement in paper. Right and away. we went to a Starbucks, literally sat down and wrote everything that we can even think of. How much vacation we're going to take, what happens if one of us doesn't agree with the other one. Mm -hmm. Like we literally discussed everything and honestly, that has been the guide for us to be able to make it through the 12 years, yeah. right? And for us coming uh, to Houston, you know, as Hispanics and female, you know, we had a lot of obstacles, what I feel like were more mental obstacles, of course. Um, what wouldn't you discuss, Brenda, uh, what were some of the challenges that you felt that uh, you had to go through when we got started? Well, first, I will say for sure the language. Uh, my mom was from New York, and she will talk to us in English at home, but she died when I was 17. So mm -hmm. I didn't speak English uh, or practice my English for quite some time, almost 10 years until I came here. Uh, and uh, when I came here, I had a master in marketing. I was working in Bolivia as a, as a assistant director of marketing. And I came here and started zero. So I said, okay, I need to go practice my English. So I went and remember I had my first work at Victoria's Secret in the mall. <laughs> and I was practicing and talking to people. So going over that challenge, and I know I needed to learn something or practice something new and not afraid to do it, or well, be afraid, but do it anyways. That something, one of the challenges that helped me to, you know, be more, more um, comfortable with my language and my and the way I speak. And then I start applying for jobs and uh, marketing. And years later, the opportunity to start the agency came. Also, the opportunity to come to Houston came because of work. We had a work opportunity. 
to come here, and that was back in 2005. And then I found my own job after Victoria's Secret in marketing, and then a couple of years later, you joined us. Can you tell us how was your experience? Well, coming to Houston, I was actually the last one in my family to move mm -hmm. here. Um, everybody else was in Houston. For me, it was more of a when am I moving to Houston kind of decision. <laughs> so finally, when I did, um, I decided to start working as well. I looked, I found a job fairly quickly. That's how wonderful the economy in Houston is. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just trying to kind of like see the market. Mm -hmm. uh, back home in Bolivia, I had a branding company. So when I came here, I was like, oh my God, the market is so much easier here because mm -hmm. just to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner, the government itself like gives you so much support and there's so many opportunities through the chambers of commerce and you know you find so much help so without doubt i was like okay i can you know do it and replicate the business and it's going to be so much faster and that's when i went to my sister and my brothers my brothers turned us down completely <laughs> and then i was like no brenda you're not saying no to me <laughs> so i basically chose her like and chased mm. her down until she said yes uh, and that's how we started 12 years ago and, and started our agency uh, with literally $300 for the LLC and our own laptops was a huge challenge because obviously every little money that was coming in, we had to reinvest it in the company. So we went through a lot of struggles that I quite honestly don't recommend any uh, business owner to do that. Uh, if you could save or start a business on this side as you are uh, working for a company and plan it and take a little bit more time. Yeah. Back then I was way younger, so <laughs> it didn't <laughs> matter so much. But, we uh, have fun. but now fast forward to today, over a decade already, the digital marketing industry has changed dramatically because even when we got started, we started more with branding and marketing and kind of like a mix. But of course, as, as the landscape changed, which we witnessed, yeah. it changing a lot, we obviously changed as well. And yeah. as technology grew, we grew as a company as well. So Brenda, why don't you share a little bit of the things that you saw um, in we, the landscape? Yeah. yeah. So when we started the agency, Facebook was just in their beginnings. You know, there was the groups, there were not the ads yet. So we evolved with them. And something also that changed completely was access to video. So it turns out video opens the door to more communications, to more way of promoting your business. And it was a fun, fun, and still is a really fun experience to really go through the trends, see what is new, see what is coming, and, and learn in, in different campaigns and try different campaigns and different ideas. Yes, and I feel like the buyer has changed as well. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, if we think about how we shopped 12 years ago, even if you are a business-to-business -business versus a business-to-consumer, right, especially after the mm -hmm. pandemic, how much we are depending on shopping online, and not yeah. only for products. You know, even if you own a manufacturing company or if you own a oil and gas type of company, your buyer who's sitting on that decision uh, position right now, they are going to Google first. They mm -hmm. are turning into the social media first to really learn about your product, learn about your level of service, your quality of service, reading your reviews, testimonials, all of that information. 
That's why all the changes that Google is doing for the Google algorithm changes, right? Mm -hmm. They're all towards user experience. It's all about content driven. Like the type of content that you're putting out there, it matters mm -hmm. and it matters to your buyer as well. Yeah. And I think that's like the biggest change and shift that I've seen in digital marketing. Because before it used to be, yeah. let's put an ad out there and mm -hmm. everything's gonna be fine, I'm gonna get clients. Oh my God, I'm not gonna know what to do with them, right? But now it's so competitive and now you can really either stand out from your competition or completely the opposite. Burn your company and, and really have a bad reputation because you're not investing on your digital marketing. So I feel like, you know, if I think about digital marketing 10 years ago versus digital marketing today, now it's a non-negotiable, right? Yeah. It's like a, you have to have it for a company. Think about the buyer 10, 15 years ago. They usually, you take somebody to lunch, do contracts on over lunch, talking, shaking hands. Now the buyer have changed completely. They want you to send a text with the proposal or uh, send the specs over email or they contact you over LinkedIn. So the buyer have changed. We don't have the baby boomers that are gonna be the decision maker now. That now are gonna be millennials, Generation X and Z. And that's mm -hmm. so important to know when you are launching a campaign, to think about the buyer and how the changes have been changed in the industries. Yes, definitely. I think mm -hmm. it's important to think about, you know, how was the past, right? Like how things used to be done in the past is not how are handled now in the present. But how about the future? right mm -hmm. now that ai is coming such a big thing right so you hear artificial intelligence everywhere that's gonna take my job and all of that but ai is doing way way more than just scaring all of us here <laughs> ai is really reshaping the way we're doing business and we're mm -hmm. doing marketing and it's going to change once again the digital marketing landscape yes. so why don't we talk a little bit about what are some of the benefits that yeah. you think and you see and uh, how do you think businesses can use actually AI yeah. for you know, our advantage? Right? And something that I remember, back in the day when Microsoft Excel came, all the accountants thought, oh my gosh, I'm gonna lose my job. And you can read it, that was a fact. Everybody was so afraid of Microsoft Excel. They're gonna, you know, everybody's gonna be losing their jobs. It's gonna change completely how people work. And look at us now. I love Excel. I cannot live without it. And accountants for sure have not lost their, their job. Yes. So that's the same that I see how AI is gonna be now. I feel that it's more of a co-pilot for you. Yes, it's amazing for content, but you cannot go and put a content in AI, in an AI software and say, oh, this, I'm gonna go post it right away. You still need to edit it. You still need to give the human touch. You still have to find an, in find an intention for your content and really, really humanize it. Will you agree? Yes, definitely. And I mean, if you have that mentality of using AI as, you know, it's my co-pilot, you can really grow and scale your business in ways you never thought possible. And not only mm -hmm. that, but also yep. faster than what you thought it was possible. Because think about how much personalization you can do thanks to AI, mm -hmm. right? You can use softwares that's gonna personalize based on your user behaviors. 
on email marketing. And guess what? We've been using AI for quite some time. So even though right now it sounds new and yeah. there's a lot of boom, we've been using AI in the past. If you ever heard A-B a testing campaigns, or have you ever tried to optimize an email campaign to be sent at specific times? That was AI. Also, that was artificial intelligence. Yeah. Yes. Also, if you have done a quiz, I was doing a quiz the other day. It was fun that I found on Instagram. I love to do some quizzes from time to time. And that, believe it or not, is AI. And we've been doing quizzes in, in the internet for a long time. Yes. AI can really, like it, for marketing, mm -hmm. it can really help you personalize your content and send things to your customers and your prospects based on their behavior, based on what they're clicking, what they're reading, mm -hmm. how they are uh, searching on Google, what kind of ads you're going to show them based on what they're searching as well. That's something that can really benefit you and increase your return on investment for any kind of marketing campaign. And as time progresses, these tools are going to become better and faster. And that's really going to help you and your business. But the key is to learn how to use them instead of being afraid and not even trying to learn them, yeah. right? AI is going to reshape marketing. And if you learn how to use it, it can really reshape your company as well, right? I remember something and another example. When mm -hmm. we started the agency, when we needed to do the websites, we need to really code it. Code every website, every page, going from, from scratch, have a lot of coding involved. Now there's so many softwares that help us make our business, our business and our clients uh, work easier by just doing it and it saves time and we still can have our creativity and our content and, on in, and put our intuition and creativity, yeah. intuition and creativity in it as well. Yes, yeah. definitely. Now, before um, we conclude, because I know we're going to be running out of time now, why don't we go ahead and introduce our company to all of our audience? And let's talk a little bit about what is our mission, mm. uh, a little bit about our services, and really what sets us apart in the industry, right? You want so me to if start? you like, yes, yes go of ahead. Of course, <laughs> uh, we are a full digital marketing agency. We love working with growing businesses. That is really our calling. We like to help businesses that wants to stay in the, the want to take their company to the next level. They've been doing marketing themselves from time to time. They only have one person in their in their company doing their marketing, and now they're ready to grow. We are uh, industrial uh, agnostic. agnostic. <laughs> But we've been working lately a lot with tech, engineering, construction, and manufacturing, and we really enjoyed it. Yes, and uh, our mission mm -hmm. at Boral Agency is to really serve our businesses growing their company, right? So we want to make sure that we become that essential partner to take their business to the next level. And like Brenda was saying, you know, we, we are industry agnostic because at the end of the day, you know, every company needs marketing. Mm -hmm. However, we work best in industries that are targeting like niche markets or business to business type of markets, or if it's a new software or a new mm -hmm. app and the consumers need more education, those are the type of uh, ideal clients that we can really offer our high level, uh, a high level quality of our, of our services, right? Now, when I'm thinking about the services that we provide as a full service uh, marketing agency, 
we go from designing websites, brands, logos, uh, all the way to search engine optimization, video marketing, and nowadays a lot of UX marketing and UX design actually, especially after the latest Google algorithm change. UX has become extremely important for websites, but also for applications and softwares. So we offer UX design as part of our services as well, because as part of our mission, we want to be that trusted partner for our clients. So whatever they need to take that next step to their business, we want to make sure that we are alongside with them. Actually, let me start with an example. This is an example of a construction company. As you know, construction is male dominated. And when we did the research for the strategy, we noticed that the buyer actually was a woman. The decision maker for his particular product in construction and service was made by women. So when we find out, we recently, when we find that information, we decided to change the brand, the messaging, the colors to be more open and more and talk to more more about uh, what he does and her services towards uh, mm -hmm. actually the audience, which mm -hmm. was women. And when we did that, when we launched the campaign, with the first three weeks, he sent us a text. And I have the text, thank you, this is a 100K brand, thank you very much for this campaign. Mm -hmm. It launched him a big contract because of the change. Actually, and that was only three weeks after. Three weeks after, What yeah. came later was better, because six months later, he actually landed a $1 million project, yes. thanks to the brand. Yeah. So. You can find more about that in, in our website, about that case study. But that's to demonstrate how important it is to really learn about your buyer, right? So imagine you're just getting started with your marketing strategy and you don't mm -hmm. know where to even get started. Where, do you, where would you say, Brenda, is the first thing that you need to do to get your marketing strategy started? Okay. So if you're going to start your marketing strategy, especially in the digital world, you need to know your, who your buyer is. Once you know exactly That's who your buyer step. is and who is your ideal buyer too, because one thing is the buyer that you want, but you really need to know if it's that your ideal buyer. Then you have to really learn and be specific about your message. Yes. And the third one I will say is exactly set up your goals for what are the action items that you're gonna do once you know your buyer, once you know your message, how you're gonna promote that. And start with five or six campaigns at a time. It can be on your social media, on your website, on your LinkedIn, don't start with one because if you just start with one strategy or with one action on your marketing, you're gonna be discouraged because of course, oh, it's not gonna work. Yeah, and very I, little results. And actually, mm -hmm. why don't we give them a freebie? If you go to our yeah. website and you search audience persona, you can download a free template to yes. help you find out more about your buyer exactly. and your audience. Right. And we're gonna put the link, we're gonna give them the link so oh, you yes, can download it as idea. well. Yes. So I was saying, don't get discouraged because you're trying one strategy or one action only. Like everything in life, diversification is the secret. Mm -hmm. You need to, you know, in your personal life, you need to have like seven income streams in order to succeed for wealth. <laughs> it's exactly the same in marketing. You have to have between seven to 10 
way, different ways to receive leads. Yes. Your website, your social media, email marketing, networking events, and so on. So mm -hmm. those are going to be the top three things that you need to do to start your digital marketing strategy. Remember, know your audience, mm -hmm. know your message, and know the actions that you're going to be doing and your goals. Mm -hmm. So now, Patricia, tell me, what tips can you give to somebody who is starting a business? Wow. Well, don't quit your job just yet. <laughs> That's my yeah. first tip. I would say if you're looking to start a company, uh, look for a mentor mm -hmm. uh, and make sure that don't dedicate too much time building an extensive business plan, but instead build a go-to-market or an action plan, something mm -hmm. that is quick for you to see if, if your idea is feasible in the market, right? That would be the first thing that I would do if I was to start a new business. Also, when you're doing that, you know, and you're talking to a mentor, sometimes you don't need to start from scratch. Maybe no. you can buy an existing business yeah. or maybe you can partner with someone or you can do a venture uh, partnership or a franchise. There's so many options, mm -hmm. right? The important thing is that when you get started, you don't want to be desperate to be uh, able to pay your bills because when that happens, then you start making the wrong decisions mm -hmm. for your business. I agree. And you want to always think long term. So I will keep my day job and try to basically uh, run my business on the side for the first one or two years until it's stable enough for me to quit and then just focus on growing the business, right? I totally agree. Yeah. Yes. Well, this has been really fun. I agree. Um, I love. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I love the opportunity to be able to come here and share a little bit about our story, a little bit about uh, what it's like uh, to have a digital marketing agency, about our company, and also giving you some tips on how you can go ahead and get started, well, for your marketing and your company as well, yeah. right? Yeah. Thank you. It's been a pleasure discussing our journey and the exciting developments in digital marketing. We look forward to what the future holds for us and for the industry. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you again next Thursday at 6 p.m. For more information about the Chamber and our podcast, please visit us at ghwcc.org.